I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're excited to welcome J.P. Shadrick, a senior reporter for the Jaguars who is still across the pond uh, with Jacksonville, getting ready to head home, I suppose. J.P., what's your travel schedule? Oh, well, uh, first of all, good morning. It's nice to be back with you, Amy. Thank you. Uh, Well, the Jaguars are here all week because they play the Bills at Tottenham Hotspur next Sunday. So it's the first time an NFL team will play back-to-back games in London. They were the home team at Wembley yesterday. That's always the deal the Jaguars have directly with Wembley Stadium and the Football Association. But now they're uh, going on the NFL's game next week at Spurs. So uh, they're the road team against the Bills. And, uh, yeah, big win for the Jaguars yesterday. And, uh, they needed it, too. They were not playing really good football. Uh, it wasn't the cleanest game yesterday, but a win is a win, and everybody in the division is now 2-2. Two and two. Mm, Interesting that they're staying there and not coming back. So what will their week look like? <laughs> well, they've got a uh, different hotel this week. So uh, they were at uh, the Grove Resort out in Watford when they arrived on Friday morning, and they did a practice there, a walkthrough Saturday at Wembley, and then played the game Sunday. After the game, they changed hotels to another resort up northeast of town, a little closer to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Uh, there's, a, there's a field on site there. Uh, they can do everything they need in the meeting spaces. Um, they've got all the, the film stuff and all the meeting rooms and whatever they need, like normal, the food, uh, training table, everything's there. Um, so they're on site there pretty much all week long. I think the players officially have today off, Monday, uh, coming up. And then Tuesday, it's back to work, kind of flip-flopping those two days. There's some community event things, I think, mm-hmm. today planned around London. Like I'm going to speak with uh, a couple of players at uh, school. There's a couple of school visits today around town, so we're doing that kind of thing today. Then it's back to work Tuesday on the field, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, play the game Sunday, and then fly home Sunday night after the game against the Bills. As best you can tell, how much do they like the opportunity or – or maybe mind the fact that they're completely out of what would be a normal schedule, quote-unquote? Well, I think the, the team has done a really good job in the organization of making it as normal as possible. It's, it's tough because you fly eight hours away mm-hmm. to do it, and it takes you a couple of days to get right again. I mean, Tyler Shatley's done this. This is now his eighth London game. He's a 10th-year player. He was inactive for one of them. Yesterday was his eighth game he played in London. That's the most all-time in the NFL. And he said, you know, it doesn't matter what you take. It doesn't matter how you hydrate. The first day is just going to be awful. You just got to power through it. And, you know, once you arrive here, it's just going to be a bad Friday. Fight through. And then by Saturday, you're okay and you play the game, right? So 
that's what it is. Once you get past that, I think this week will be somewhat normal. Now we're in just a different environment, but everything else you have is here, and the organization has done a great job of, of making sure it's as comfortable as possible. And and from a team perspective, I mean, this there's a lot going on, and, and they just didn't they, they weren't playing great football. They just were out of sync on really all three phases uh, last week. They just kind of needed a break, something to get away, and, and, you know, I don't know if I necessarily buy all that. They're saying that at least because <laughs> it worked out yesterday. You know, they got it done, and maybe the change of scenery is a good thing. J.P. Shadrick is with us from London as the Jaguars is, will be the first NFL team to stick around for two games in a row. We'll see if they can make it 2-0 and across the pond. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. You mentioned them not playing extremely well, not finding a rhythm and groove yet. What's been the struggle for them? Well, a lot of it starts up front on the offensive line. They've had some changes there. Uh, Anton Harrison's battling some injury things, the right tackle, the rookie out of Oklahoma, and a shoulder issue, an ankle issue. He played through it yesterday, and he's just going to be out there fighting through. I think that's going to be the season for him. Brandon Sheriff's a veteran right guard. Uh, the center's Luke Fortner. He's a little stronger than he was last year. He's a second-year player. But the left guard position has left a lot to be desired. Ben Bartsch had not been playing exceptionally well the first few weeks, so yesterday they made the change. Tyler Shatley made the start at left guard. and kind of It was a little more of a sturdy presence there. Uh, the left tackle has been Walker Little, who's now a third-year player out of Stanford. So now next week is the first week Cam Robinson is eligible to come back from his suspension from the performance-enhancing drug policy. He is on the trip. In theory, he could go in the lineup at left tackle. They could move Walker Little inside the left guard next week. That's really been the start of it because all of a sudden things are collapsing in front of Trevor Lawrence. The mm. timing's a bit off, and he hasn't been able to find his normal guys. You know, Evan Ingram and Christian Kirk, they've just kind of been off sync. And it felt like maybe the first week or two, especially, he was trying to force it to Calvin Ridley a good bit. New piece in this offense. And it just wasn't working out. Last week, you know, Calvin had like two drops and two false starts. That's, un- that's unheard of. Uh, this week, it felt like they got back to basics. Let's just get it out quick. Christian Kirk, let's get seven yards. Okay, Evan Ingram, let's get six yards. Keep the chains moving. And then when you see Ridley open, hit him with a deep ball like you just heard coming back from break. Um, that's what they were. They went back to basics on offense yesterday. What does Calvin Ridley mean to the offense when you're not feeling that disjointed uh, connection when he's not dropping it or there's false starts? But the potential we've definitely seen, JP. So what can he mean for the Jaguars? Well, he means, you know, when he's on, he's a true number one receiver in the NFL. And and the Jags really haven't had a talent like that, a true all-around number one guy. I would argue since Justin Blackman. Um, now when Justin was right, he was that guy. And then that went away fast. Allen Robinson had some flashes of that. Right. Here. Um, but, but Calvin is that guy. I mean, he is, he is locked in. He's a fantastic route runner. I mean, he can turn you around like at the, the bat of an eye. And then he's got the speed to go over the top. And when it's in the air, okay, he may not be the biggest jumper in the world, but he'll go up and fight it. And uh, he just kind of gives you that extra added presence that you haven't had outside. Now, they're without a couple of receivers right now as well. Zay Jones has a knee injury, and uh, Jamal Agnew did not play yesterday. So they were short, a couple of guys at the receiver spot. So 
it was good to see Ridley get back in there and make that first catch, the touchdown, um, and just kind of maybe get in the groove again and not overforce it to him and, and just kind of balance out this offense. He should be a piece of this offense right now and then build up uh, to make him maybe a, a forward part of it as the season goes along. They just got to work that in. I don't know how much the fans there in London uh, can appreciate the nuance, or maybe they don't cheer for defense as much as they cheer for offense, but, man, Josh Allen had a pretty sweet game yesterday. Even as the other Josh Allen had five touchdowns, this Josh Allen had three sacks. Yeah, uh, this Josh Allen in Jacksonville had his second three-sack game of the season. Mm -hmm. He had one week one as well. So it's a big year for him. It's contract year. Um, You know, there's... This crew that is running the Jaguars did not draft him, so he's got to keep making an impression, and he knows this is his moment to really do that. So yesterday was a big deal for him and this defense. They got three takeaways yesterday. They scored on defense with right. a six from Darius Williams, and then Josh Allen had the sack fumble at the end. That was the third takeaway of the game. Um, he's playing very well. Trayvon Walker is just getting better incrementally. Uh, he doesn't have that flashiness, that bend around the edge yet, but he's a big, strong, physical player and a former number one overall pick, of course, from Georgia. So um, they're working on it, and that's been highly criticized by Jaguars fans, the lack of pass rush. Um, they, they missed, I think this, they had the stat internally, like missed 27 or 29 sacks last year, like had the hand on the quarterback or were within reach of him and couldn't get him to the ground for whatever reason. So if they get half of those, then they're, okay, they're moving in the right direction. Uh, It's been a little slow starting, but Josh Allen has had a couple of games where you're like, okay, now he might be finding his rhythm, and that's great for the Jags defense. J.P. Shadrick is a senior reporter with the Jaguars, and he's with us from London. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. A couple things about the AFC South. Every team right now is two and two. (laughs) What are your impressions through the first month? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, it's even Steven. That's fine. Uh, we'll take it. Uh, you know, considering the way it started uh, and the loss to the Texans for the Jaguars a couple of weeks ago, I, I mean, that was just a, a poor performance all around from the Jaguars. All three phases contributed to that. And then all of a sudden the Texans come out and win again. So, hey, C.J. Stroud, uh, solid performance last week. Uh, he's got a bright future down there in Houston, it looks like. And D'Amico's got those guys playing pretty well, uh, at least early, playing hard. I mean, that's a good football team, I think. Uh, Indy will have their moments, I think. Um, Anthony Richardson can, can move around, and he's athletic, and he's a, he can be a real problem for you. The Jaguars had the Colts uh, week one, and we'll see about Tennessee. I mean, it looked like Derrick Henry got warmed up a little bit yesterday. You know, he's, we'll see how long that can last, right? We keep saying, oh, he's getting older. He's getting older. And all of a sudden, <laughs> he breaks off a 60-yarder again. I mean, we've had that. We've seen that firsthand before. So, yeah, it's two and two. It, it, and the season starts now, right? If you're all two and two, everybody's even. I just go play some football. And it's a big one this week for the Jags. I mean, they, you know, they've already dropped a game to Kansas City. Right. They felt like there were the expectations after the playoff run last year that, Hey, the Jags need to kind of match up with the Chiefs and the Bills and the Chargers because they expected to be in that playoff hunt and in the in the postseason most years. We got to build your team to match those teams. Um, okay, this is the test. They um, they had a chance against Kansas City, held them to I mean under twenty, and lost the game. And now you've got a Bills team that is really warmed up. <laughs> Obviously, after <laughs> last week, so. 
you better start your engines. It's going to be a heck of a game at Spurs next week. All right, before I let you go, JP, how impressive is Bijan Robinson up close? Oh, yeah. That guy is something special. It's, it's amazing. There was a play, uh, and I forget when it was in the game. You know, he had a few, the first touch, I think, was a pass. It was a, out in the flat to the right. And he had like three moves, and Chad Moon went flying the other way. And here he goes down the sideline. That was impressive. There was another one where he kind of ran left. It was clogged up. And I saw this hole open to the right from the side where I was calling the game. And he just exploded through it and went for like 30 or something. I mean, at the, at the drop of a hat. He's got that incredible vision. Um, he's got moves to shake past anybody, and he's not scared to, you know, shake a little bit and then run you over if you're expecting him to go by. So, a uh, complete game so far for Bijan Robinson, his second 100-yard game of this season yesterday, and uh, I think, you know, it, it's built around him right now. He was their leading receiver coming into the game and leading <laughs> rusher, and that's what they have in Atlanta, but... Okay, they're going to be fine with him. Mm, yeah, it's kind of interesting to to think about the possibilities in both the AFC South and the NFC South, actually, because both of these divisions yeah. right now are still there up for the grabs. Though we're first month, so no one wins a division in October. Well, JP, any fun plans for you since you are also there in London for a week? Work. It's all work. Amy. Oh, that's Never no ends. fun. We got Jaguars.com and Jaguars radio shows uh, in the morning. They're doing them at the team hotel up north of town, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Then we have afternoon shows that we're doing live in a pub here in London <laughs> called the Pavilion End Pub near nice. St. Paul's. So we'll have a live audience. Uh, we'll take fan questions. It's uh, going to be wild. So Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, that. And then game prep, and I'm calling the game again on Westwood One on Sunday. So uh, Jag stuff all week. Westwood One Sunday. It's it's work, but it's a it's a great place to do work. I'll say that. Have you noticed that there are still a lot of American football fans making the trip? Oh yeah, yeah it, it felt like that the other night. There was a Jaguars pub party at the same pub, <laughs> oddly enough. And uh, I have to kind of MC or host or just scream into a mic, basically, and. Uh, we did kind of a poll. Who's over from the U.S.? How many U.K.? It's about 50-50 in that place. And it was jam-packed upstairs and downstairs. So there's a lot of people that come over from Jacksonville area. Kind of, they make it, especially with two games here this year, a home and a road game. You know, a lot of people came to the game yesterday. And, I mean, more than a handful that I've talked to were going to either Paris or Amsterdam or over to Ireland for three or four days. Nice. Coming back on, like, Thursday. So making a long trip of it, seeing uh-huh. two games, seeing something else on the continent, that's that's a that's an excellent vacation choice, I'd say. Yeah, no doubt. All right, well, J.P. Shadrick, he's got a full week of work, but he is in London, so he's not complaining. Uh, you can find him no. on Twitter at J-P-S-H-A-D-R-I-C-K, J.P. Shadrick, senior reporter with the Jags. Also hear that voice doing play-by-play for both NFL and college football on Westwood One. Thank you for making a few minutes for us. Enjoy your time across the pond. Oh, we always do. It's always a pleasure to speak with you as well. And, you know, not, you know, it's like, what, four in the morning there right now? I mean, this is like 437 Eastern, yes. 437 Jacksonville time. I am to talk to you now. Like, <laughs> no. This is perfect. Perfect. Good. We'll we definitely will. Thank you, JP. <laughs> Thank you. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.